Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Imago Nutrition Podcast. My name is Mark Lesney. I am one of your hosts, along with Danielle. And this is the podcast where we answer your questions and give you practical nutrition strategies to help you and your family flourish. And so if you've been following along, we have been in a series that we're loosely calling Getting Creative with Food series. And so today we are wrapping that series up. I believe this is the seventh episode we have done. And so we have been, or more accurately, Danielle has been uh, walking us through two foods per episode. And so again, if you've been following along, we've been covering things like apples and avocados, blueberries and bulgur, cauliflower and canned beans, Greek yogurt and hummus, lentils and kale pastas and peanuts and peanut butter was last week. And so today uh, we are going to be talking about potatoes and radishes. And so um, all that said and done, if you're someone that is looking for creative ways to incorporate these nutrient dense, these healthier foods uh, for you and your family, this uh, hopefully has been a super helpful series and will be a helpful episode. And so, uh, Danielle, I think it's like the fourth or fifth time we've started this episode. We've been trying to record this thing for a little while, right? <laughs> Between internet issues, me not going live on the intro music. We've had a couple of uh, bumps along the way, but here we are. I think we're finally doing it. So um, how are things up in your neck of the woods? Pretty good. Pretty good. I love this um, time right before school gets out. <laughs> it's not too hot yet. And get a little things yeah. organized before the chaos. So, so when are <laughs> one of your boys done? Are they done this week? Are they done next week? When they is, when finish they June 1st. June 1st. Okay. So we're a little earlier. So I think we, our schools wrap up uh, midweek this week, but um, we oh, also wow. start a little, we also start a little earlier than you all, I think down yeah. here in Tennessee. So yeah, it's a fun time. So summer on the horizon, hopefully fun activities and outdoor stuff. I know we had our first pool day yesterday, um, pool wow. over the weekend. And so, we were at the pool and, and hanging out and the water was cold, but, um, you know, the sun was warm. So here we are looking forward to it. So, all right. Well, I'm excited. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm, uh, curious on potatoes and radishes, how we can get a little creative with that. I think potatoes is something that I incorporate quite a bit, but not radishes as much. I remember growing up with them. My mom loved them. Um, and I've had them in some salads here and there kind of sliced thinly sliced radishes is usually how I apply them but to be honest I think I'm far more familiar with potatoes than radishes and so I'm um, excited to see and by the way for the listeners if you have a question about anything we talk about today or uh, just a nutrition question in general we will be getting back to answering some of your questions as episodes and so you can head over to our website imagonutrition.com that's I-M-A-G-O nutrition.com slash podcast. There's a form on that page that you can fill out and answer a question, shoot it our way. We'll consider it for um, the a topic of a future episode. So with that, Danielle, as I said, uh, excited uh, to learn There's a little bit about getting creative with potatoes and radishes. Where do you want to start? Potatoes or radishes? Um, let's start with potatoes. Um, but yes, I let's dedicate this, um, <laughs> episode to your mom, because I did think of her when we, when I was looking at radishes, um, she's a fan. She, she's a, she fan. is a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so potatoes. Okay. So one medium potato has about 110 to 150 calories. Um, it is considered a starchy vegetable, but starchy vegetables are really great. Um, they are lower in carbs than your pasta or rice per cup. Um, so mm -hmm. potatoes have about 35 grams of carbs in one medium potato, about two to four grams of protein, 
about two grams of fiber and obviously no fat and cholesterol um, because it's a plant. So it is a really great food um, to incorporate, not from the box, right? The whole potato from the grocery store, the produce section. Um, it has more potassium than a banana. It has a good source of vitamin C and B6. The plant compounds, um, mostly in the skin, um, they depends on the color of it of your potato. So a purple or red skin potato is highest in the amounts of polyphenols or an antioxidant. And then the yellow fleshy, the, the flesh part that's yellow. So in your yellow potatoes, and there's another variety of potatoes that are yellow inside that is a lutein, which is a, a vitamin for your eye. So, mm. um, that is really helpful to know. One thing about potassium, I know a lot of people think potassium, get rid of my leg cramps, um, but actually decreases risk of high blood pressure and heart disease too. So mm. potassium is really great for a lot of things. So for the tips, um, the first one is pretty obvious. You can mash it. Um, instead of using butter, try olive oil, a plant-based swap and um, incorporate your fresh herbs. Um, so utilize that um, to increase the nutrients in your mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, number two would be cut into wedges or dice, toss with some olive oil and roast. Um, this is probably the way we do it most, but I know a lot of people yeah. throw those in the air fryer now. So, um, that could be an option as well. If you don't want to add the oil, um, I think the oil gives a little bit more satiety. I don't, you know, um, have an air fryer. So I think it probably tastes amazing that way, but just think about oil is not a bad thing. Obviously it does add calories. So you use it sparingly, but it can, you know, boost the satiety in your potatoes, maybe, um, allowing for a, a proper portion on your plate. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> for a, um, Greek potato dip. Now this is very new to me. I have not tried this. So mm. mash several cooked potatoes with sliced almonds, olive oil, lemon juice, vinegar, and salt and pepper. Um, so you use it as a dip for your veggies. Nice. So that's um, interesting. I like that one. Yeah. It's a, a Greek dish that I had not heard of. So that's fun. Okay. So this one's really season appropriate. Um, if you're having a patio party <laughs> coming up here. <laughs> so you can serve grilled potato wedges and a variety of dips. So how fast would that be? Just have a variety of dips and um, you grill those potatoes. Um, so you could dip them in guacamole, salsa, hummus. So it's basically an upgrade for your chip, right? Yeah. So um, you're going to get a lot better I don't know. It's one just better taste sounding to me to serve the grilled potatoes wedges versus the chip. Um, how you do this, you barely pre-cook it. So it's barely tender. It could be a big boil or microwave it just so it's a little bit tender and then toss in a grill basket, foil packet, or use uh, skewers. And then you can add your choice of seafood, chicken, or meat to make it more of a full meal if you'd like. Um, another one would be toss potato chunks with vinegar, olive oil, design mustard and herbs and serve warm or cold. So that's kind of like a potato salad there. Mm -hmm. Um, this is like, this is my favorite so far of the, um, not, not the one I just mentioned the potato salad, but the 
this is another upgrade for your chip. So instead of like chips and um, nachos, I'm trying to say, instead of nachos, this is what you're going to do. You're going to toss the potato wedges with olive oil, cumin, and smoked, smoked paprika. It's really important that it's smoked paprika and salt. And then you roast that um, until crunchy or sorry, roasting in the oven. And then you top with cheese, black beans, and olives, and then warm it again for five minutes. So that's yeah, a really I'm gonna, fast. I'm going to go with that one's my favorite now too. So <laughs> yes, yes. I'm a huge Mexican fan now. Um, I wasn't when I was a kid, but smoked paprika is amazing tasting. I don't know if you've tried mm. that Mark, but I don't, I don't know if I have, I don't think so. Okay. That's probably my favorite spice that and cumin, but so it has both in this one. <laughs> Um, so really great Mexican dish. Um, here is a Spanish dish. Okay. So they make a tortilla basically. And we kind of mentioned this at one of the episodes. Um, you take the potatoes, um, onions, eggs, garlic, salt, and pepper, and you basically make it in a skillet, kind of like an omelet. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then the last one would just be instead of adding, um, cream cheese or cream to your soup, um, to, to increase the thickness, try just melting a potato in there. So like, you know, cook your potato in there for about 15 minutes and it'll just kind of disappear, like melt hmm. and thicken your soup. Wow. So there's Very your cool. fun tips for potatoes. That's awesome. I think the, uh, yeah, the nachos is the winner, clear winner for me. That one sounds pretty incredible. Amazing. A little more involved, yeah. but I think incredible on the outcome. So probably jotting that one down, going to play with that. Cause I, I'm a huge Mexican. We, we, we love Mexican too. If I had to choose like one style, Favorite. I guess for the rest of my yeah. life would probably be that. So, um, that's awesome. And we should say too, that, um, just a, a shout out as we've been doing every episode to, um, a nonprofit known as old ways. And so, um, if you Google 12 great ways collection, just the number 12 great ways collection, um, you'll see the old ways website should come up at the top of that search and they're a, a food nutrition nonprofit helping people live healthier, happier lives. And so if you create a free account, um, they'll give you access to tons of documentation, really great documentation, sort of like what we're doing here. This is kind of a primer. Um, and you can kind of dig into some of these foods and these ideas and ways to get creative with even more foods than we're covering with this series. So again, just shout out to old ways, um, for, um, just the, the resources they're putting out, uh, to help folks. And so, yeah, head on over there, check it out, um, and enjoy exploring their resources. So mm. with that, the thing you I, said, yeah, yeah. Well, before we move on to radishes, one more thing I thought about for potatoes, they come in so many different varieties. So even if you pick one or two of these tips and you just use a different variety of potatoes, like maybe It'll change. Yeah. 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 Red potato, yellow potato. Um, your mom brought us purple t potatoes one time. That was awesome for me and the kids. <laughs> so um, just fun. <laughs> yes. This is definitely the episode for her today. Yes. So. I was going to say, speaking of Mona. So again, yeah, radishes have been an interesting, not like overdone, like it wasn't all the time, but every time I hear or think or see of radishes, for some reason, I hearken back to childhood or my years living with my folks. And so she's a big radish fan. I can still see her just munching on pretty much raw radishes, you know, cleaned, you know, kind of cleaned up a little bit and she just munched on those things. And so 
I never got that intense about them, but I, I know I appreciated them in certain salad forms, et cetera, and kind of the, the, the refreshing kind of crunch that they um, they can bring. So, yeah, let's yeah. talk radishes. So I think this one might be a little different for most folks. Again, I think we're, we typically, especially as American culture, you know, meat and potatoes, that's always been a whole thing, you know, forever. Hopefully you've, we've expanded sort of the ideas about getting creative with potatoes, um, but radishes maybe not so much. Um, and so... I'm curious, mm -hmm. some thoughts on radishes. Yeah. So unfortunately they're spring veggies, so they're going out of season right now, but um, you might still be able to find them in some grocery stores. Um, they have a peppery flavor that can really perk up the dish. Um, and so some of these tips, you might add a sprinkle of salt just in case, you know, it's a little too peppery for you. Um, <clears throat> they are also a great source of vitamin C, just like potatoes. Um, which I didn't mention earlier, but it, it, vitamin C is an antioxidant. Um, and they are also, vitamin C is also a key role in collagen production. So it's really great for healthy skin and blood vessels. Mm, so, uh, and co collagen uh, supplements are all the rage these days. So there's lots so of. So just grab your radishes. Start instead. munching on those radishes. Mona taught us something long before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in a half a cup of sliced radishes, you get about 12 calories. So really low. Two grams of carbs, one gram of fiber, and zero grams of protein, zero grams of fat. So um, you can see just there what the difference, what you know, it means as far as a starchy and non-starchy vegetable um, in the, the carbs and calories are a little bit different, but Again, the carbohydrate-containing vegetables, those starchy vegetables are so good for you. So I, I don't want you to um, be bothered by that. So mm -hmm. as far as the tips, um, one would be toast some bread with butter or avocado, thinly slice radishes on top, and a sprinkle of salt. So that's actually a French snack. <laughs> mm. I love how they put what culture in this um, old ways resource so if I haven't had it, you know, if, if it's not my tip, um, to kind of give you a little bit more information, um, you most certainly can add uh, thinly sliced um, radishes to green salads. Um, you can stir minced radishes, so smaller pieces with apples into your next chicken or tuna salad. So if you make chicken or tuna salad often, this is a great thing to add. Mm-hmm. Um, try pickled radishes. Have you tried pickled uh, radishes? Yeah. I have. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a big pickle fan. And so, yes, I have had pickled radishes. I That's forgot awesome. about that, but yeah, I, I enjoy those very much. Cool. I do want to try that. I think I've seen them before and then, um, kind of hesitated for some reason, but, um, you can just take, you know, halved, uh, radishes and dip them in hummus, guacamole, ricotta cheese, cream cheese, or mascarpone. So that is kind of a, a good spectrum of, of things that it tastes well with. Um, so mm. that's kind of nice to see it goes well with a lot of different dips. Um, if you don't like it too, we, I yeah. should say too, cause we're, so we live near Nashville. There's lots of people, this might surprise people. We have lots of great taco places in Nashville, like coming from California for 18 years. Everyone's like, Oh, you're going to give up all the Mexican food. I'm telling you, there's such creative taco shops in and around Nashville. And one of my favorite places has uh, one of their tacos comes with pickled radishes or two or three of their options, I think actually come with pickled radishes as part of the tacos. And so um, all I can say is that people are getting creative with this stuff for sure. Like even in mainstream restaurant culture. Um, mm -hmm. So it could be fun to play with that too. So that's, that's where I've had pickled radishes 
most often recently is in oh, wow. actually some really creative taco builds. And so next time you guys are down here, we'll, we'll take you up to, up okay. to Mojo's. I'll show you. So, <laughs> um, another one would be saute quartered, um, radishes with leeks or shallots. Um, another one would be thinly sliced on your next Turkey and avocado sandwich, um, toss mm-hmm. into your favorite coleslaw or potato salad. So, um, I like a slaw salad in the summer. So that might be something I try because it's really refreshing to have. I don't, it's not a, it's not a mayo based uh, salad that I have. Um, it's more of a vinegar based one. And then blend radish greens. Okay. So we're using a different part of the radish. So you can blend the radish greens into soup. You can use the greens as a replacement in your pesto for the basil. Or you can braise them just like you would collard or mustard greens. So that's kind of fun to be able to incorporate the the whole part of the vegetable. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. I've done that with beet greens, but I have not done that with uh, radish greens. Hmm. Um, and then the last one, roast with um, sweet potato or butternut squash. So I, I do enjoy that, um, dicing those. And then um, one of those other fall vegetables um, mixed in there, toss it with some olive oil and roast. Wow. That's cool. Those are fun. That's, that's fun. Like the potato thing was awesome. I could definitely see all those and visualize those, but I think radish is like, I I don't know. That just kind of opened up my, my mind a bit on those little, those little buggers. (laughs) (laughs) What to do with them if you don't like them raw. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. If you're not, if you're not Mona and you can't just munch on them like berries. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing is, is, you know, the more you eat things, the, you know, your taste buds will adjust and, Mm -hmm. um, you can start to prefer them. And again, if, if the peppery flavor is really too much at first, just sprinkle a little salt on it and see how that goes. Yeah. That's, that's a great, and that just balances, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, it just kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good, that's super easy tip. Right. So. Very cool. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. We did it. Today was a little bit shorter, um, but that's probably because I just didn't talk as much, which is a good thing. And so, um, yeah, um, excited about this. I'm also excited to get back to answering questions, but this was super fun. I mean, we, we run a nutrition, you know, a business, a nutrition coaching business. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, calories and protein and nutrient profiles and nutrition frameworks, but it's fun to get, it's kind of the art and the science of nutrition, right? A lot of times I'm dabbling in the science and helping people with, you know, uh, mechanisms within nutrition, you know, to achieve their goals. But this is really about the art of nutrition too. And so when you start to blend sort of the art and the science, the science is in the nutrient dense whole foods, right? That's the simplest Mm -hmm. way we can say it is that, you know, um, the the science is all bound up in these natural um, whole minimally, if not at all processed foods. And so the science is there. And then the art that you get to layer on top of that, just thinking creatively, creatively Mm -hmm. with these, you know, and and thinking about some places you can swap and trying one thing at a time, you know, trying something this week, you know, from this episode, one thing, like you said, and then you could even, you could try one thing with five different types of potatoes, you know? And so it's just, hopefully it's very approachable to next step you can take and have fun with it. You know, that's the whole point. The whole point is that nutrition should be, should be fun. Something that you, you leverage for your health and your wellness and your vitality uh, for you, for your family, for your kids. And all of this applies to kids, right? It's not about like, well, this is adult nutrition and not kid nutrition or vice versa. Uh, Humans are humans. And coming out of that infant stage, uh, we all, you know, need more of these nutrient dense whole foods, 
um, in our regimen. Mm-hmm. And so again, but don't think that that has to be the exact same thing every single day, the exact same way, you know, so right. get out there and we've seen this in the research too. You know, there's this interesting tension between consistency and variety, right? And consistency is a very good principle on your way to achieving goals for sure. But we've also seen in the research that one of the best things you can do for your health is source nutrients from a wide variety of these nutrient dense foods, right? So I'm the type that I could eat the same thing every day, like clockwork for a decade. I could. Um, And so it's a bit of a stretch for me to think outside that box every once in a while and, and get creative and just have fun exploring new foods and getting out of my habits a little bit. Habits are good, but habits can also put us in ruts. Okay. So mm-hmm. all that's to say, it's just a bit of my, my tangent here at the end, as we wrap up this, this fun series is, is think about, yeah, the art side of nutrition and having fun with it and exploring new things and learning what your kids love and what you love. And it doesn't always have to be the same thing, right? Maybe, maybe they love radishes and you don't care for them much. Maybe you could grow in that area or vice versa, you know, and, and just having fun with that. But the point is we're trying and again, we're sourcing nutrients from just a wide array of nutrient dense sources. So yeah. I was thinking that's, yeah. um, that's a really great way to say that, Mark, that I think it's kind of a lost art. Maybe we put out a survey and see how many folks mm-hmm. would like to uh, see some like cooking classes from us or if they'd uh, rather yeah. find those cooking classes um, in their community. You know, there's some at local grocery stores here, but not not many, honestly, mm-hmm. in my area, the the number of grocery stores that put on cooking classes are pretty few and far between. Um, so, and they're not necessarily um, nutrition focused, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're um, definitely flavor focused, <laughs> which we can have nutrition yeah. focus that gives really great flavor. So there is possible to do both, but um, yeah. yeah and and that, that a that's a great point too, which is, you know, uh, that's what a lot of times people think they have to sacrifice. So like, well, if I want to eat healthy, it's just not going to taste as good, uh, you know, which is incorrect. It might taste different. That doesn't mean it's not as good. And what we've become accustomed to is these hyper palatable, ultra processed foods that don't fill us up. Um, and they leave us hungry 20 minutes later, right? Uh, right about the time that your body should be saying, no, we're totally satisfied. You know, it's, it's the same time that your body starts to be like, oh, we're not super full after that hyper-processed food. And so we need more of it, you know? So all that's to say, I think you're really right is, um, yeah, it'll be fun. But we should think about that. We're just kind of business strategizing right here on a podcast episode, but maybe we need to uh, um, incorporate yeah, some them. video equipment and give them um, some maybe, options maybe to, to tell figure... us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll put out a survey or something like that. Um, yeah. And, and see what you guys are looking forward to. Cause I think it could be really fun. I've learned a lot, obviously through the series. And I think I could learn a lot too. Cause again, I'm maybe I'm, I'm sort of a typical male, like my wife does much of the cooking. And so I haven't been stretched on my ability to, you know, um, be creative and, and she's getting super creative with food too. I mean, um, she's doing a lot of great recipes recently that are kind of focused on balanced macronutrient distribution. She doesn't say it that nerdy. She just found you know, some really great <laughs> online content. She doesn't say, Oh, it's based on macronutrient breakdown. Um, but, but that's really what it is. It's just focused on more nutrient dense foods and balancing your macros appropriately. Of course, you know, protein, carbs, and fats. And so, um, yeah, I think there's a big need out there and we, we can see if that's something that folks want to hear about. So if, if you're listening to this right now and that would be epic, you know, drop a review. That's one way you could just, you know, uh, leave comment or if you're on YouTube, drop a comment and say, yeah, I'd be up for that. I'd love to learn from Danielle. Trust me. It won't be me teaching those things. <laughs> All I can teach you how to do is put together a great Greek yogurt bowl. It's about it. <laughs> so I'm an assembler. Uh, I don't really do much cooking, but again, I, along with our listening audience, I could grow in this area. And so it could be really fun. So 
yeah, as I mentioned, drop us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Hope you enjoyed this series. This was a lot of fun for me just to kind of sit back and listen and learn from you, Danielle. So thanks for the work you put in. You really carried the load these last seven episodes. I'll try to pay back the favor in some future episodes where maybe I'll do my homework. And then <laughs> so, uh, But yeah, if this was helpful, we'd love it for you to subscribe to the podcast. Obviously, we love putting out this free content. And so one of the ways that you can support us is by just simply subscribing, which tells the, you know, the algorithms that people are resonating. These messages are resonating with people and drop a review that also helps other people discover uh, this content uh, and share with a friend. So if you've got a friend you want to maybe start trying some of these uh, ideas with any of these foods that we've been talking about or anything else would always love for you to share an episode with a friend. It's just one way that we get to help more people for free. And so if you're on social media, you can follow us. We're across all the major social media platforms. Uh, at Imago Nutrition. So at I-M-A-G-O Nutrition. And as always, we'd like to thank the band Happy Pill for our theme song, Thinking About Food. We'll see you.